Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Okay, now I got it right. Yeah, sometimes I just forget to push the button. All right. Hey, welcome, everybody. It's uh, I'll start over. <laughs> welcome to the Political Coffee as we begin a new broadcast week. And uh, hopefully you'll get something out of what we talk about today that helps you change your world. Was the Republican Oregon Senate walkout, was it worth it? What did it accomplish? Did it accomplishing did it accomplish good things? Did it accomplish bad things? You tell me. Would love to get your impressions. And then I will give you mine. Now many of you sort of know how I think about how all of this um, done, but how all of this turned out. So let me ask you something. Why did three Republican senators choose to come back and give the Democrats a win. Now, I say it's a win. The Oregonian editorial board says, hey, we needed compromise and everybody won. Because the way this ended up, won't, I mean, this is in their first paragraph, won't please the ideological purists or the one-issue voters who equate compromise with betrayal. So, Oregonian editorial board, do you think we ought to compromise on our principles? Now, if the shoe were on the other foot, I want you to think about this. If the shoe were on the other foot, the Oregonian editorial board would be absolutely against infringements on First Amendment protections that pertained to newspapers to editorial boards, to editorialists, wouldn't they be? Based on what? The right of free speech. Which, by the way, is not just granted to us in the First Amendment. It is one of those inalienable rights. 
Every human being has the right to express their opinion through free speech. Now, whether that's granted to them by governments or not is an entirely another issue, but that's your right. That's a human right, just like self-protection is. The Oregonian editorial board thinks it's ideological pure for one-issue voters to equate compromise with betrayal. So I wonder if the Oregon editorial board would consider themselves ideological purists when it comes to the First Amendment. If there was legislation introduced that greatly hampered their ability to say whatever they want as an editorial board, I bet they would probably have a different view because they're hypocrites. Should you compromise your principles ever? Is that what happened here? Is that what Republicans did? Now, all you need to, and by the way, if you read through their editorial, there's no doubt that they are blaming all of this on Republicans. Now, they don't exactly say so in so many words, but what's interesting is there is no mention of why, really why, Republicans walked out. They say, the editorial board, it was pointless for them to walk out and are now, dis 11 of them, from being disqualified for running for public service, including Senator Canope, who's the leader of the Republicans, including Senator Hansel, who's retiring, it doesn't matter, including Senator Finley, who is rumored to not run again anyway. Pointless stands do not constitute public service, says the Oregonian editorial board. So they are saying that it was pointless for them to take, for Republicans to do what they're doing. So you tell me, was it worth it? or not. Oregon Firearms Federation, of course, has a different view. Did they surrender? Senator Dennis Linthicum's latest newsletter, which came out last night, many of you get it. If you don't, you can go to his legislative website and you can sign up for it. Says surrender is not an option. What concessions did Republicans get? Did they really get concessions? Now, they took credit for it. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line, and we'll go to the phones in a moment. 503-589-1220, emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. The Democrat Senate President Rob Wagner is quoted in the Oregon Capital Chronicle article. And this ought to tell you everything you need to know about what Tim Canope did. And I'm gonna put it square on his shoulders. 
Now, obviously, two other Republicans joined him and decided to come back. They're the only ones who came back. What does that tell you? But here's what Rob Wagner said, quote, there really isn't anything that is coming out of there that I am really that disappointed with, unquote. Let me say that again. There really isn't anything that is coming out of there that I'm really disappointed with. So, apparently, Senate Democrats didn't really think they lost a whole lot. The Democrats' chief negotiator, Kathleen Taylor, a Portland Democrat, was said and quoted saying, if the Republicans had not returned this session, we faced the reality that no additional bills would have passed. They could have stayed away blocking, listen to this, blocking every single progressive priority no reproductive health care rights, no gun control, and no rights for the transgender community. There you go. Was it worth it? What do you think? 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC Talk. Let's go to Art. Art, good morning to you. Good morning, Jeff. Called up Mr. Canopes office on Friday and read his office, the Riot Act. Good for you. Said, said well, everybody should do that, but he's he's a traitor. He's, uh, well, uh, let's say he's a disgrace to the Republican Party. Actually, he's a, dra- a disgraced Oregonian. And the message I left him was, uh, excuse Excuse me, sir, and I'm paraphrasing, of course. I was a little more passionate. Number one, the Constitution is completely uh, very specific on the right to keep and bear arms. Shall not be infringed. And therefore, you're passing legislation that's infringing my rights. And then I went on to the, oh, you think it's a compromise? That now... Uh, up to 15, I mean 14, uh, you know, you have to inform the parents, but the 15, 16, and 17-year-olds don't. Well, they're the ones that mostly get the most abortions and are doing this transgender crud, which has ruined their lives, and uh, therefore not letting the parents know on what's going on uh, they're in charge of these children. They're responsible for their well-being, and obviously this transgender crap, and, you know, having abortions and stuff like that, the parents should be informed. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Told him that. And then I got a little bit into the climate change stuff, uh, which, you know, they're trying to ban gas stoves and everything else. And if you think the Democrats are going to stop on that climate change crap, they're not. And now these bills are going to pass. I mean, it's it's plain and simple. 
it's all on Canope's shoulders because he's the leader of the Republican Party. And everyone, like I said on Friday, I believe it was, uh, he should be sanctioned by every doggone county Republican Party in the state. Yes, yes. He so so here's the question. Be. Rumors going around, Art, that Tim Canope got something personally for this. Well, I've heard that yeah. from two different sources, including a former Republican senator. I have no, I have no damn doubt about it. Uh, he has proven time and time again that he'll sell us out for a dollar. He'll sell us out for anything, Jeff. This man is a disgrace. All that wasted time and effort and all those damn bills would have gone down the toilet, just how God article says. And so he, and he alone, snatched victory for us this session. And he should pay for his actions because he don't give a damn about us and our rights, especially parents. Uh, and yep, he he should have his rear end fired. He he should be recalled at the very least. Love you, Jeff. Have a All great right, day. Thanks, it's I a holiday, it. but God bless and pray for our state because yes, it's only getting worse because of the lousy leadership. And it's needless because it could have gotten better. Yep. This was all teed up. Amen. This was low and outside. This was a home run, and they blew it. Why? Back in a moment. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. 23 minutes past the top of the hour. So was the Republican walkout worth it since Democrats are crowing that, hey, they really didn't give up anything? What do you think? 503-589-1220. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. A state employee who shall never be named says grading the walkout. This is his email. If we were to grade the Republican senator's walkout, what kind of a grade would they receive? There are three elements to a walkout. The departure, educating the public on why you walked out so they would understand, approve of, and join your cause to push back against the opposing side, which Republicans never did, by the way. Those are my comments. And the return, coming back after... All, or at least the vast majority of your concerns have been met. What grade would the Senate Republicans receive on their historic walkout? The departure. They get a B on that. At least that's what this person thinks. Because they failed to horribly communicate the real reason. On educating the public, they'd get a D. By focusing on the readability of bills and allowing the Democrats to create and control the narrative for the Republicans' walkout, it lacked Focus, sincerity, passion, and most importantly, admits the key issue about parents' rights and the mutilation of children. This was a devastating and inexcusable blunder on the part of the Republican Senate leadership. 
Yes, it was, is, are my comments. But why? Was that by design? On purpose? Then number three, the return. They did get a D. The five Republican senators who chose to return turned their backs on their colleagues. And more importantly, the concessions were gained in compromising. The Democrats are pitiful. Final grade for the Republican Senate walkout, they get a D. The Senate Republican leaders and turncoat members did it again. They seized defeat from the jaws of victory. And the biggest losers are Oregon's children and parents. Yes. That should have been the message. Now, Freddie doesn't like the fact, who cares about the Oregonian editorial board? I'll tell you why you should care. Even though most people don't read editorials, they will during a campaign when a Democrat running for office uses it to go after Republicans or a liberal Republican's rhino sellout will use it in a primary. Like Charlie Conrad, the Democrat who's voting with the, he's out of the rural parts of Lane County, who's voting with the Democrats on a bunch of stuff. And Bricky Vies, uh, Vicky Brees, I, I promise I can speak today. Vicky Brees Iverson's defending him and attacking, he already has a primary opponent. Now, why would House Republicans not want to walk out? After all, my state representative, Jamie Kate, said, well, it's complicated. I suppose it is complicated if you're cutting deals to lessen the damage as part of the surrender caucus. Remember, Dennis Linthicum, who's put his public future public service on the line for his values and principles, which are shared by most Oregonians, by the way. And not the Oregon and editorial board, and certainly not the Democrats. He says surrender is not an option. But the surrender caucus of the House Republicans say, well, it's complicated. Sure, it's complicated when you're negotiating for a few breadcrumbs from the Democrat table. She says, kicking the, you're only kicking the can down the road. What short-sighted stupidity, and let me explain for you why. Yes, I said the word stupidity, folks. Here's what's short-sighted about it. The value of what the Senate Republicans did in 11 of them sacrificing themselves, including Tim Canope, who ultimately caved and brought Hansel and Findlay with him, who again, are apparently not coming back. Neither is Tim Canope. The value of them standing firm has everything to do with the future, not just stopping bad bills right now. It has everything to do with capturing the imaginations, as this state employee pointed out, capturing the imaginations of those swing voters, many who for the first time woke up because of the COVID crisis and didn't like what their kids were being taught in school. Many of whom have voted typically Democrat. And once they uh, heard about what this bill does, 
House Bill 2002, about taking away parents' rights and the mutilation of children. Once they learned about that, the opportunity was ripe for Republicans to pick low-hanging fruit, and that is parents who are waking up for the very first time to what's really going on in the legislature, because most of them don't have a clue. Just like most of the people around you that you think about, that you spoke those words to, did you know that 10-year-olds can get an abortion without parental consent? What was the reaction? That reaction which is universal across ideological lines, was the opportunity. Why didn't Republicans take it? I'll tell you why on the other side. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. These are the times that try men's souls. The summer soldier and the sunshine patriot will, in this crisis, shrink from the service of their country. But he that stands by it now deserves the love and thanks of man and woman. Powerful words that are prescient for this time in Oregon, don't you think? Thomas Paine, 1776. You see, and it's not just what the Oregon Republican senators, three of them, What they did is they betrayed their fellow caucus members, folks. You are going to an editorial talks about trust. Yeah, you have to have trust in life. Because if you don't, human interactions suffer deeply, and you guys know that. Tim Canope betrayed the fellow trust of his fellow Republicans. He cut the deal. They didn't want to go along with it. And by virtue of the fact that none of them showed up, and Kim Thatcher put out a a greatly written press release that said, I'm not coming back. Because even though the so-called concessions on House Bill 2002 are being lauded by Oregon Right to Life, go to their website, check it out. Oh, yeah, it still isn't what they wanted. But, you know, we have to compromise on our principles, don't we? Oregon right to life. You might remember that the next time they want money from you. Oh, yeah, they got to keep Senate Joint Resolution 33 from a floor vote. Well, guess what, Oregon right to life? Had the Senate Republicans stayed out, that floor vote wouldn't have happened anyway. This is no victory. 
And you know it isn't because Democrats are crowing about it. Now, what was gained? What was lost? You tell me your impressions. 503-589-1220. That's the power of Buke GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. I'll share with you more about this. Oregon Firearms Federation not happy, as you could well imagine. Yes, there are several parts of House Bill 2005 that were struck down, including a couple of other bad Senate bills. But who benefited? See, this is why the betrayal against fellow Republicans by Canope, Findlay, and Hansel is so powerful because it's about trust. Now, Knope's not coming back, folks. You need to understand that. He's in a heavily Democrat district now. He knows he's not coming back. So did he get anything for this? You see, this is part of the question that Oregon Firearms Federation is asking in their newsletter about this. Quote, unquote, there was no not a single rational reason for Republican leadership to fold. And then they write in parentheses, well, there was not a single reason that benefited voters. How the players benefited may not be known for a while. Now, I'm going to get to that here in a moment, because that's what you need to watch for next. We will know why these Republicans sold out. We'll know why, and I'll tell you what to look for in a moment, because I want to tell you something else to look for. Freedom, heating, and air can keep you really nice and cool through the very hot summer months that are right in front of us, folks. And you know, because we've had some hot days, you know all right now, if you're system, whatever it is, is just not keeping up. Fix it. Don't delay. Get ahead of the curve. Call Freedom Heating and Air. They'll come out right away and they'll fix it for you. 503-589. Excuse me. 580-580-1456. Check out their great website, freedomheatingandair.net. Freedom Heating and Air. Net. Here's how you will know who got what for selling out. There's two things you got to look for. Look for special appropriations in their legislative districts. That's the first thing. And that'll be the first thing that you will actually be able to find. Now, how will you be able to find that? Well, there will be there are appropriations bills. So money that gets spent. And you want to look for specific projects in these legislators' districts that get funded. Now, it's likely going to be centered more around um, is the legislature in session today? I would imagine they are. I'd be surprised if they weren't, given that, you know, they got a 
they got to make up for lost time, right? Since Republicans caved, all these Democrat bills get to advance now, and they got lots of them. They got hundreds of bills that the House Republicans chose not to stop by walking out. By the way, guess who's in line to take all of these Senate seats, to be appointed for all of these Senate seats or run for them? The House members who refuse to walk out. That's not my observation, by the way, even though it's true. But it's also Oregon Firearms Federation obvious. Obvious conclusion. Oh, they point out Republican House members now have the ability to stop, but they're not going to. And they said that they pledged, they put a picture out there, we're going to pledge $25,000 to, to, for a lawsuit against House Bill 2005. And they all stand up there proudly with a big check. Well, you know, if you'd have walked out, you could have stopped that. You wouldn't even need to spend the 25000 for that. And for once, they write, the Republicans who regularly complain that nothing is their fault because the voters don't elect enough of them might actually give voters a reasons to elect more. Yeah, if they would. Oh, the legislature is closed today. Yeah, thank you, Anna. I appreciate you sending that to me. So the first thing you look for is special funding for special projects in their legislative districts. So you need to know what cities are in their districts and you need or projects that are maybe even out in the rural areas. Look for that. I think it's obvious that why well, if you look at part of the deal was the removal of ranch, farm, and logging families from Oregon's death tax. That is apparently part of the deal. So who does that benefit? Well, it benefits people like me. Who did that? Rural legislators. Who loses? How about all those businesses that get passed down to family members that are not agricultural related? They lose. They cut a special deal for themselves. So that's the first thing you look for, is you look for special funding in these three Republicans' districts. In the last few funding bills of the legislature, especially, quote-unquote, the Christmas tree bill, which is the final giant omnibus bill that has all the spending in it for all kinds of special projects. So you look for individual bills, individual funding bills from individual departments, and then you look for funding for these districts in the big bill at the end, okay? Now, the second thing you look for is what happens to these legislators after the end of the session? Do they get appointed to some special order commission? that pays, say, six-year, six-figure salary. Is there a history of this happening with Republicans in the Senate? Yes, there is. 
I'll tell you about it when we come back and we'll talk to Ronnie. 508-589-1220. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. In a minute, we're going to chat with Ronnie. It's 10 minutes till the top of the hour. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am, jeff at kslm.news. Doug, thank you for the long email but a good one about the takeover of america john thank you for the email about the winston churchill quote listen to this quote never give in never give in never 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 in nothing great or small large or petty never give in except to convictions of honor and good sense. Never yield to force. Never yield to the apparently overwhelming might, the enemy. Good words to remember. You hear me talk about Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations. Eric came out to my project site where I'm building a new home. And we had a great conversation and we looked over the plans and he suggested a number of things. And it was very helpful to me in in figuring out kind of some of the details that I need to figure out. This is one of the great advantages you get if you work with Eric Azer at Righteous Renovations. He's a contractor who's very upfront and he was very upfront with me talking about people that he does business with, subs, and so forth, it was very helpful. So give him a call, 503-341-3816, 341-3816. He's got a great website with lots of pictures, and he showed me additional pictures of various projects as we were talking through options and things that I could do for my home. RighteousRenovations.com, that's his website, Righteous Renovations. Dot com. Let's go to Ronnie. Ronnie, good morning. Yes, I want the um, my girl from uh, Eugene there where you can go to DQ afterwards, you know. You put 20 years in, you sell out your party. You know the one that writes all the Jenny Burdick. The Jenny Burdick Amendment, I like that. Yep. You think <laughs> I can get that for 138000 plus per retirement, going from 20 years being or throwing people's butt from Eugene, I want that deal. Or from somebody like from my area, from outside of House District, the old House District 23. He's now a lawyer, but he was a lawyer then and took a deal working for the, I believe, uh, one of the committees that the DEQ also or something like that. Yeah. But on the other hand, my brother, uh, the House, the, Members better take the advice. I sent a nice little letter. 
And for those turncoats like Kevin Mannix, and the, if I knew Tuesday before last week that Vicky Iverson Breeze was sitting in that caucus room for three and a half hours to set up this mess, or Julie Parrish advising Cedric David Brock Smith, there'd be a hot place of tongues on them. I don't like liars. I don't like betrayers or soothsayers. And there's all I've mentioned I see from the gates of hell. And they see these things. And one last thing I'll tell everybody, check out opensecrets.com and see if they donate money. You'll find out truthfully if they serve the body or they or they grifting or giving others a grift that may move into your seat. They may not be a nobody name that you got. Because I will, if I have to, go around to these if they plan to move to the Senate seat, I will primary their bum out. Because I don't need liars. I don't need grifters and soothsayers that sold themselves off a piece That's of right. silver. That's right. Every House member, and I mean every one, should be asked why they didn't walk out and why they allowed, by not walking out, they allowed bills, bad bills, to pass the House over to the Senate. Why did they do that? Why weren't they willing to stand up and sacrifice their political career like the senators did? Three you know, years John Kennedy it. wrote a book a long time ago called Profiles in Courage. And boy, do we need that today. Thanks, Ronnie. I appreciate it. Yeah, Linda writes you. an email, says, that if any of these senators took personal payoffs, will we know about it? That's the only thing I can think of why these people would vote for such abominations. They're not voting for the abominations. Canope, Findlay, and Hansel, along with Anderson and David Brock Smith, are not voting for these bills. They're voting against them. But their very presence allows those bills to pass. So when, like my state representative says, well, it's complicated. Standing up for your values and principles is not complicated. Standing against abortions for 10-year-olds or 8-year-olds without parental consent or even with parental consents is not a value or a principle for sale. Now, when will you know if they took personal payoffs? Well, they, they don't get paid money. But they do get appointed to positions that pay a lot of money. Max Williams served with me, a Republican from the Lake Oswego, Wilsonville area, Tigard at the time. He became director of corrections after appointed by Ted Kulangoski after voting with the Democrats for a massive tax increase. Lane Shetterly from Dallas became director of a state agency. Rob Patridge, lawyer from Medford, got appointed and is still as one of the head OLCC commissioners. These all pay money. Gene Durfler was president of the Oregon Senate when I served, and a good one, until inexplicably he decided to cave at the end when we, when the Democrats walked out on us because of our redistricting plan, which would have gone around the governor, would have put it to a vote of the people. Democrats walked out on us to stop that, denying quorum. We had them. They were ready to cave. Gene Durfler caved. 
Guess what he later got appointed to? The Northwest Power Planning Council, which is now done by another name, which pays a six-figure-plus salary. Ted Ferrioli did the same thing. Refused at the end. We, I had airplanes ready to go to get Republicans, senators, out of Oregon. They, they didn't do it. They said they were going to, and at the end, they didn't. Ted Ferrioli got appointed to the same Northwest Power Planning Council. He served 20 years in the Oregon Senate. He got a huge PERS bump at the end of his 20 years. Because there's a quirk in public employees' retirement system rules that says your final retirement is based on your final three years salary. Guess how long that term at the Northwest Power Planning Council is? Happens to be three years. Is Tim Canope, who served about 20 years, setting himself up for the same thing? How about Findlay? How about Hansel? We'll know in the future. Maybe they didn't sell out like that. Maybe they did. We'll know it eventually. We're going to talk more about this and other things later. Come on.